1: This is Bangadang. We are the Mouthy Michiganders. Sports, the sport of killing, yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, drug dealing, and all that other good stuff. We got another. Well, the first Mister Sandman edition of Outlaws and Gunslingers, Prohibition Era, officially on the Mouth of Michiganders feed. As we mentioned, uh, if you listen to this week in Rock History, all that stuff that was on History Well and Intoxicated podcast is now officially over here as our little. Mid um, pod mid podcast life crisis is over with, <laughs> and we're returning back home to our wives. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, why is this song for prohibition? Era. It's always in like mob scenes, fucking after they kill somebody or some shit. And most of this music's probably not even prohibition area; it's just mob. Well, this is nineteen fifty, right? Maybe we should listen to prohibition music, right? Cool. Yeah. Thank second you. episode of, second official episode of Outlaws and Gunslingers Prohibition Era officially as well. And we're going to do this one with Lucky Luciano. If you haven't heard the first one, that one's all about Al Capone. Oh, Charles Luciano. Charles Luciano. <laughs> Luciano. Is it Lugiano or Luciano? Uh, it's Luciano, as far as I know. Right. Well, everybody knows Charles Lucky Luciano. He was an influential Italian-born monster. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who operated out of New York City for years. Years and years. Before he was sent to prison and later deported from the United States. That's fucked up. But, you know, in true outlaws and gunslingers fashion, we're going to start when he was a wee little lad. Just a little tiny boy. Born Salvatore Luciana. Right on November twenty fourth, eighteen ninety seven in Sicily, Italy mm. to Antonio and Rosalia, Antonio, Juan, Luciano.
0: Luciano. I wonder if uh
1: <laughs> I wonder if uh, Giovanni knows him. Who?
0: Any of his family. Oh I'm sure I think he's, a he's like,
1: Oh, I know the Lucianos.
0: I think he's married to a Luciano.
1: Oh, as well. His he's parents not married uh, at all because <laughs> we we're, were at his house and his wife was there. Oh, Wait, what? <laughs> You guys didn't hear that. <laughs> his parents moved their five children to New York City in 1906, hoping Ooh, to find a better life. Nice. The old American dream. Right. Though Charles attended school, he was immediately in trouble and arrested for shoplifting. Oh, jeez. When he was just 10 years old. Not able to speak English, Luciano struggled in school and early on started one of his first rackets. Getting his schoolmates to pay him for protection for 10 cents a week. Damn. damn! he's like... By protection, I mean protection from me. Right.
0: That's fantastic. And anybody
1: else, maybe. Well, right. Maybe, but though. M- first and foremost, me. Right.
0: At 14 years old, Luciano dropped out of school and was arrested several more times.
1: Uh, <laughs> he Minor theft, so he's basically still... Was it minor theft because he was a minor? Right. Right. Or was it minor theft because it was minor? Yeah. It was a minor by a minor.
0: It was a minor minor <laughs> theft. <laughs> it
1: was a minor minor.
0: Yep. So it just crushed itself out and you're good to go. <laughs> right. bud.
1: Boys will be boys. Uh, right. By nineteen fifteen <laughs> <laughs> By nineteen fifteen. <1915. laughs> what if that's how they what if that's how they fucking classified the years? It's nineteen twenty. Nineteen twenty one teen.
0: teen. <laughs> by nineteen fifteen. Uh, Oh, Luciano has become a teenage hoodlum Running a gang on the Lower East Side of New York City He also ran with uh, the Five Points Gang in Manhattan Well, what was this
1: gang that was running on the Lower East
0: Side? Right, uh, sorry the fucking uh, Luciano Gang Don't fuck with them, that's the Luciano (laughs) Gang Those little punk asses, they don't give a fuck Maybe you pay them 10 (laughs) cents, to protect you (laughs) Them little punk asses running around (laughs) Think they own this place Well, during this time...
1: Well, fuck, I wanted... The Italian music was better. It's just whack.
0: What is it? Because you got on The Smoker's Dream. No, this is...
1: That was just the name of the song.
0: Because you didn't even go to the Prohibition one. You clicked on something else. Good.
1: Prohibition-era music. Well, that's what it was, bud. If so, it's just whack. During this time, he met and befriended Jewish ginks... Gang members Meyer Lansky, oh, Lansky, shit. and his associate Benjamin Bugsy Siegel, oh, shit. who later became uh, two of his most important allies. He's also became affiliated with Giuseppe, Giuseppe Joe the Boss, Giuseppe Masseria's criminal operation. Nice. Luciano was soon involved in dealing drugs and what pimping, and had his first no. major run-in with the law in 1916 oh. when he was caught selling heroin. Oh geez. damn! In 1916. Oh jeez. He was sent to a reformatory for several months. After his release, he changed his name to Charles as he felt that right. Salvatore Sal was a girl's name. Salvatore? Selv- come on, it's like, Salvatore! Ah, it's a Salvatore! Yeah,
0: because isn't the guy Salvador oh, Salvatore. Salvador. Salvatore. Hmm.
1: The owner of the Better Made Chips here in Michigan's name is Salvatore, uh... <laughs> ah, Cicerelli or something like that. Clear mob fucking, uh... I used to know these kids. Better Made is legitimately a mob fucking business. I used to know
0: these brothers. Their name was Salvador and Salazar. Afterward, Luciano, along with uh, Bugsy and Frank Costello, committed simple robberies to make ends meet. Right. But, however, when Prohibition began in 1919,
1: they became involved Mm. in the sale of illegal alcoholic beverages. There comes into play our whole. uh, Right. Reason of doing it. He and Lansky. Lansky. We're seen supplying alcoholic beverages to all Manhattan <laughs>
0: speakeasies.
1: Speakeasies.
0: During this time of war, Why do they
1: call them speakeasy. Right. I'm asking.
0: Oh, during this time of war was <laughs> Just, was being fought. No opinion or thought or right. nothing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what is a speakeasy?
1: It's a bar. bar, right? You gotta speakeasy about it It's a bar You gotta speakeasy Right it's so Maybe it's a speakeasy.
0: speakeasy Speakeasy Maybe it
1: is a speakeasy a speakeasy well, Let's go down to the speakeasy And all well, the, the other sp- people sp- are sp- like The speakeasy
0: Oh, the speakeasies.
1: Yeah, the speakeasy, uh, speakeasy. The speakeasy speakeasy Where did the term speakeasy Hey, speak of the devil <laughs>
0: It was spelled different though
1: Speakeasy It
0: was spelled different
1: Slang term speakeasy dates from no later than 1837 when Argo mm-hmm. and the... Referred to sly grog shops called in slang terms speakeasies. Well, during this time, a war was being fought between the major gangs in New York, and at the age of 23, Luciano aligned himself with the largest mafia family, that of Giuseppe Joe the Boss Mazara. However, however continued with his bootlegging business and soon controlled plants, distilleries, trucks, and warehouses for the sale of legal alcohol. Hall. Ooh. Some of his partners included Meyer Lansky, Bugsy Siegel, Giuseppe Joe Adonis Dodo, Uh-oh. Waxy Gordon, Ooh, Vito Waxy. Genovese, Gen- Genovese, Frank Costello, and Arnold the Brain Rostein, who oh, earlier fixed the 1919 World Series. Right. Okay, the Black Sox. Um, yeah. Rothstein. You know who Frank Costello is? One of the other guys Probably Duke That's the fucking character's name from I can't even think From uh, Departed Frank Costello Sure the fuck is And then we see a picture of an interior of a crowded bar Just moments before midnight June 30th Nice 1919 when wartime prohibition went into effect Damn these motherfuckers are like getting all the booze they can Right Right before this and then Shut them down folks That's fucked up For Fucking what 7
0: years I think 18 was. years oh, no it happened. was yeah it was
1: like 1936 when it was, was in it? the field
0: yeah man that's fucked up Rast-
1: 1932
0: or 36 who? one of them Yeah. well Rostine a racketeer businessman and gambler who had become a cake of the Jewish mob <laughs> in New York City financed operation educated <laughs> Luciano on running bootleg alcohol as a business <laughs> he's like no you, have to, you gotta what? you gotta run it as a business why do you have to
1: talk like that <laughs> I, I wish I had my sound effect stop talking like that
0: <laughs> You got to run this shit like a business, man. Not like you're fucking running from the law.
1: Fuck this.
0: All right, all right. Well, anyway, Rothstein taught Luciano how to move in high society. Right. By 1925, Luciano and his partners were running the largest bootleg operation in New
1: York. In New York.
0: Uh, They imported scotch, whiskey, uh, all from Scotland. Rum from the Caribbean, obviously. And other alcohol products from Canada. Uh,
1: Canadian whiskey, disgusting. Right. It's fucking disgusting. Not one brand is good. No, I don't give a fuck. Mmm.
0: Most nice. The beer is decent. No. But it's still terrible.
1: Nothing good ever came from Canada. Right.
0: He was also involved in illegal gambling, prostitution, and other... All kinds of fucking illegal fucking enterprises. Of course he was. He was personally netting about $4 million each year. After the costs of bribing politicians and the police officers, and
1: that's in 1925. Holy fuck!
0: Is it four million today's money or four million back then, which would be eighty
1: to 50 to three hundred million? He was netting four million a year then. <sighs> that's nuts. That's a lot of money.
0: You ain't fucking kidding, man.
1: In the meantime, Luciano had risen. <laughs> Luciano had risen. He's risen. Luciano had risen in Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Masseria's criminal organization by late 20s. Masseria's main rival boss was Salvatore Maranzano. Damn. Maranzano? Maranzano. Who had came from Sicily to run the Castellamarese clan. Maranzano refused to pay commissions to Masseria and their rivalry escalated. Both of these leaders who had started their criminal careers in Italy believed in uploading the supposed... Old World Mafia. Right.
0: That's old school.
1: With principles of honor, tradition, and respect, and refused to work with non-Italians, and preferred to work only with Sicilians. Yeah. Right. Uh, Luciano, along with several other younger Italian mobsters, thought the idea of working with only Italians limited the growth of their personal careers, right. as well as the potential growth of the criminal empires. Right. Yeah, okay. These I, men, still
0: they, I, feel, I, I still think they had to be somewhat Italian.
1: No. No associates didn't have to be to be in the actual to be a made man you had to be Italian yeah to be a maid to actually in the mob right you can be an associate right but these men were known as the young Turks Mm. they wanted to work with Jewish and Irish gangsters as long as there was money to be made look at you did you little Turk (laughs) you you little (laughs) young Turk (laughs) (laughs) Luciano from personal knowledge of having worked with Meyer Lansky and Arnold Rothstein know that these men could be trusted and were great assets to any business. Obviously, Rothstein, he's a fucking Jew, right? Right. Luciano's vision was to form a national crime syndicate in which the Italian, Jewish, and Irish gangs could pool their resources and turn organized crime into a lucrative business for all. Mm. Uh, Luciano's and the Young Turks' ideas were of concern to both Masseria and Maranzano, who believed strongly in the old ways. Fantastic. This guy, this guy's a fucking mob boss. This fucking guy's a fucking mob boss. Right. Look at that. Look at those fat cheeks. Looks like he got fucking bullied. Yeah, but I bet Relentlessly. He, he was probably a ruthless little fuck, too. Oh, I
0: guarantee you. Look at him.
1: No mercy, motherfucker. Yeah, well, look at him. <laughs> yeah. That's not even him. No.
0: The other guy. 29th. 29th. Uh, the year 1929. In the month of October, Luciano was kidnapped by three men, oh, beaten, stabbed, and dumped on a beach on Staten Island. Though he was left for dead, he somehow survived, but was forever marked with a scar and a droopy eye. The identities of his abductors were never determined.
1: And you know he knows, right?
0: But the press coverage surrounding the event introduced Luciano into the New York public eye. Mm. It was after this event that Charles Luciano well, was thought mm. to have earned the nickname of.
1: Lucky, oh, yeah, motherfucker is lucky, huh? Right.
0: Well, the war between the two mafia bosses continued, referred to as the Castellamaras. Castellamarese Castellamarese War. Sorry, forgive me, Italians. Forgive me.
1: Cast Castell Castell Castellamarese
0: Yeah, there you go. Anyway, it was a war. Because Salvatore Mar- Manzino was from Castellammare del Golfo, Sicily, the rivalry grew into violence and became a bloody power struggle for control of the Italian American Mafia. On April 15, nineteen
1: thirty-one, Giuseppe Giuseppe
0: was kidnapped, or kidnapped. he wasn't kidnapped; he was killed. He was life napped. (laughs) (laughs) They napped his life. They took his (laughs) life. Motherfucker put him to sleep. Motherfucker took my life. They put
1: him to sleep for good. Right. right. They they, they napped him. (laughs) Is that a thing? <laughs> we should make that a thing. Is that a fucking Merc or Life nap? Or... Life nap? No, well that, but napped him. <laughs> what nap. happened to him, man? They napped him. He's napped.
0: <laughs> Motherfuckers
1: napping. My fr- your friend's taking a nap. Motherfuck- your friend's taking a nap. <laughs> oh.
0: He won't be waking up anytime soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have a feeling he's going to have some bad, bad right, dreams. Right.
0: He's not taking visitors <laughs> right now or I y- guess y- forever. Y-
1: your friend took some sleeping pills. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Good. That's good, that's good. <laughs> uh, Giuseppe was
0: killed while eating dinner at a Coney Island restaurant in Brooklyn Damn. afterwards at the
1: Coney Island
0: right afterwards Seltor Maranzino, Maranzano declared himself as the leader of the mafia oh, in New York
1: shit. <laughs> he was like I'm the king
0: <laughs> Luciano then took over uh, Masseria's oh, position shit. with Maranzano's Zeno's
1: oh shit Motherfucker's a boss now.
0: He's like, I approve, Luciano. He's
1: a boss now. you, you
0: go do what you're going to do. Oh, shit.
1: What? Well, Marizano soon viewed Luciano as a threat in order to hit on him. Oh, shit. However, Luciano found out about the plan and struck first on eight, uh, September 10, 1931, when Marizano was killed by several mobsters in his office in a New York central building. Damn. Well, lucky Luciano, with the help of his longtime friend Meyer Lansky, established a power-sharing arrangement called The Commission, a group of five mafia families of equal stature.
0: Isn't that how they did it? If you're a made man, if you had an issue with another made man, you either call it out or one of you disappears and no one questions asked. Usually a made man, you
1: had to go to the boss to get approval to do anything to him. Right.
0: No, if you're not a made man. But if you're two made men.
1: No, if you, even if you're two made men. Oh. doesn't matter if you're made, you can't kill another made man without asking permission first. Right. And then would you actually do it? I'll set it up. That, yeah, have am taken out, <laughs> put the, have him napped. <laughs> <laughs> Get napped. But well, this guy invented the fucking five-family structure. The commission, a group of five mafia families of equal stature to avoid such wars in the future. Right. The other leaders of the commission included Bonanno, Profesi, Gagliano, and Mangano.
0: They're perfect, and then they all come together and make decisions as one.
1: If there's a big decision, yeah. Yeah, afterward, all organized crime activities in the 30s were decided by this commission.
0: Right. You let See, them well, have the their original. shit. You let them have their shit. See, that's the problem.
1: That's the original five families now. The ones now are like Banano, Genovese, right. L- 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 Luchisi, and like two other ones.
0: That's what the fucking problem is now. The fucking Italians, the mafia, they had it right. They're like, all right, these motherfuckers, let these motherfuckers have this, we have this. and that. We don't impeach on nobody. They don't impeach on us. We're free to go wherever we want. And then you get these urban fucking, uh. Urban fucking gangsters going on, like what? 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, when they start get going. And these motherfuckers don't give a fuck about territory. Or anything like that. Or not even close to being organized. You just got a bunch of fucking random idiots running around claiming this is my hood.
1: What are you
0: doing wearing yellow over here? This is green.
1: Yeah, but that's like. Black gangs and Mexican gangs, basically, I'm but just these guys—urban guys, city gangs. But these guys, fucking any urban city gangs, even nothing if do with the race, even if families are nothing to do with the race, even if crime shit was happening on one of these families' fucking turfs, it didn't matter if it was in New Jersey or Connecticut. If it was on their shit or near in their region, right? Where sure they all had different regions. That's and what I'm saying. You owe me now, right? You can have different. You can have other families, right? Throughout the fucking nation, but these are the five main fucking families. Right. But you're talking about black gangs and shit. No, I'm talking not just black gangs, just the mafia, didn't urban, kill each- mafia, urban, urban city didn't, gangs. The mafia didn't kill each other for fucking wearing different colors. That's what I'm saying though. That was just an example. No, nope. <laughs> you were talking about black gangs. In I'm Mexican. talking about every gang,
0: even white gangs. There's
1: idiots. And that wasn't in the fifties.
0: Sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties.
1: Now I don't even know what now
0: is, if there's even any gangs now. Of course
1: there's fucking gangs. Fuck yeah there is. Gangs everywhere. As well as the mafia. The one mafia fucking boss dude just got uh he got fucking napped <laughs> like five years ago in front of his house. <laughs> the mafia's never been dead and it never will be. Obviously. I guarantee you they're fucking These motherfuckers stronger. are in uh uh like high tech crime nowadays though. Like identity right. theft and fucking computer fucking type shit, dude. That's the best thing to happen to a fucking mob. Just like fucking all they have to do is fucking steal shit on computers now.
0: And generally, they're, they're in good cause. They're like Robin Hoods. That's how they see themselves. For
1: their people. They don't give a fuck about nobody else. Right.
0: Though. Right.
1: So that's not good cause.
0: Yeah. Robin Hood only did it for his people. For poor
1: people. Yeah, his people.
0: Poor people. Yeah, his poor people. These before-mentioned... mentioned,
1: uh, We've had this conversation before. Is it before-mentioned? mentioned.
0: Right. Well, those crime uh, bosses that we just talked about became <laughs> very popular in society by the figures.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, these top crime bosses became popular society figures. And Luciano was often seen at restaurants and the theaters with well-known civic leaders, entertainers, and other notable people. He lived in uh, he lived at New York's luxurious Waldorf Towers. Looked the part, so he would have been living in Trump Tower now.
1: What does Waldorf Towers look like? Towers, so it's more than one. Right? Are they still there? 1936. New York District Attorney Thomas E. Dewey brought charges against Luciano for running a prostitution ring mm. in April when Luciano was visiting Hot Springs, Arkansas. Hot Springs Which it's, uh
0: It's in the name boys Which Capone Apparently
1: liked to uh, Visit a lot It's so in the, name. the fuck was in Hot Springs Arkansas uh, You know what was What is Prostitution
0: hot ring <laughs> oh. Hot Springs Arkansas It's
1: gotta it's, to be like a resort
0: I'm sure it is If it's called Hot Springs I'm sure they have a Hot Springs Is that where
1: they stop In um, the new vacation movie And they end up Doing it in a
0: In the Hot Springs In
1: a, in a cesspool Fucking tank or something Right I don't know. In Arkansas and over naturally heated springs, yeah. Right. Obviously. Like, you literally just, it's like a hot tub. You just go and fucking yeah, sit in. They're natural. Right. Natural. Right. Okay, that's cool. Yep. Um, While he was in hot springs, he was arrested and sent to New York to stand trial, though Luciano insisted that he was not involved in a prostitution ring. Uh, a series of witnesses testified against him, and the district attorney won the case. Luciano then received a 30- to 50-year prison sentence, Mm. the longest ever handed down for such a crime. He was incarcerated in the Dannemora prison in New York, which was called the Siberia of Organized Crime. Mm. Oh, so they sent all the little... Why would they send all the fucking organized crime dudes to the same prison where they're just (laughs) going to continue doing their organized crime?
0: Because they're in on it. They're like, hey, man, you at least got to put us together so we can still run this shit. But we gotta do something with you, man. We gotta like put you in jail or something. Yeah, man. Just make a jail up. Put us there. It's really not jail. It's like that scene in Goodfellas when they're in prison. A guy comes in with fucking vegetables and all not that shit. Fucking, and yeah, uh, sauce. And right. Video. Exactly what it is. He continued to be my boss from his cell during the Second World War. He helped the United States Naval Intelligence and waterfront sabotage in New York. He's like, I can end this shit, guys. They're like, Can you? He's like, My name. If my name isn't Lucky Luciano. Lucky Luciano, but it's
1: not. Why isn't it? It's Lucky Luciano. Uh, Luciano. Luciano. I say Luci, you it say be, Lucy. It be, it's probably Luciano. I don't give a fuck. Um, it's Luciano. Also his real name is Salvatore.
0: So yeah, it's Salvatore. Don't you call me that. You I'll kill a man. You're probably dead. I bet. I'll kill you. His sentence was commuted in 1946, and he was deported back to Italy.
1: So they like, commuted his sentence, too. Good friend. him. Time to
0: go home, you fucking so guido. So
1: he did his time. Right. But they ain't allowing him back in the United States, that's for sure.
0: Right. Luciano died of a heart attack in Naples, Italy, 26th of July, 1962. After a large funeral in Naples, Luciano's body was returned to the United States and was buried in the family's vault. At St. John's Cemetery in Queens, New York. They're like, can he please come back now? He's not going to hurt anybody. <laughs> He's dead now. <laughs> come on, I mean, man. Jays. Jays. I guess. But we have to handcuff him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was fucked up. Uh. Uh, the criminal empire that Luciano created continues on to this day. After Luciano's left, his former, his former ma- underboss, ah, Ooh. his former underboss Vito Genovese, right, eventually took over uh, Luciano's organization, became the head of what is now referred as the Genovese crime family. On and on and on and on. I think, on. I think the Genovese wasn't um, Gotti the head of that, or was he the Bonanno?
0: I am not too positive, but like I said, it just goes on and on. Name, name. Passed down, passed down. The bosses, the bosses.
1: Right, and while he was in Italy.
0: What happened in Italy? Well, you know that shit. He's still fucking.
1: See, look at all this shit we missed. We went to Havana and had a conference. Right. Well, in October of 1946, when he moved or got deported, he secretly moved to Havana. Luciano first took a freighter from Naples to Caracas, Venezuela, then flew to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, then flew to Mexico Is that Caracas City. Caracas or Caracas? Sure. And double back it to Caracas, Set <laughs> well, <said> of both <laughs> ways, just in case. Right. Uh, where he took a private plane to Camagui, Cuba, Ooh. finally arriving on October 29th. Uh, Luciano was then driven to Havana, where he moved into an estate in the Miramar section of the city. Nice. His objective was to be closer to the U.S. so they could resume control over American Mafia operations. Obviously. And eventually return home. Right. Lansky was already established as a major investor in Cuban gambling and hotel projects. Damn
0: right he was. 1946 as well, same year. Lansky called a meeting of heads of the major crime families in Havana that December, dubbed the Havana Conference. Okay. The unstable reason was to see Frank, Frank Sinatra perform. They're like, we love me some Frankie Sinatra, right?
1: I think that was the reason that they were all going down there.
0: I bet under, you Frank Sinatra wasn't my boss.
1: That was the reason their excuse for going down there is right. they all wanted to see him perform? Frank, yeah. I bet he wasn't oh, my boss. He had... I guarantee he was not a boss, business. but he definitely—he uh, probably had to kick some shit back to the mafia. Oh, I'm sure. But however,
0: the real reason was to discuss my business with Luciano in attendance. See,
1: I tell you things.
0: The three topics under discussion were the heroin trade, Cuban gambling, and what to do about Siegel. He's floundering.
1: <laughs> he's a floundering flamingo. <laughs> right.
0: Uh Yeah, but Seagull or Siegel, he's he, he's fucking. Uh, uh, he's fucking up that Flamingo Hotel in, in Vegas. What are we going to do? It's going to go under. All that money.
1: He's a flounder. On December 20th, during the conference, Luciano had a private meeting with Genevieve wow. in Luciano's hotel suite. Yeah. The year before, Genevieve had been returned from Italy to New York to face trial on his 1934 murder charge, oh, which shit. we'll get into with the... Uh, Maybe. Right. However, in June 1946, the charges were dismissed and Genovese was free to return to my business. Damn. Well, <laughs> he you're free, free to return back <laughs> to your business. He wasn't free to, but he did. The
0: judge was like, you're free to return to my business. Just don't come back in here.
1: In the meeting, Genovese tried to convince Luciano to become a titular oh, a boss t- of bosses and let Genovese run everything. Luciano calmly rejected Genovese's suggestion, saying there is no boss of bosses. I turned it down in front of everybody. If I ever change my mind, I'll take the title. But it won't be up to you. Right now, you work for me, see, and you work for me only, she. And I ain't in the mood to retire, she. Don't you ever let me hear this again, she or I'll lose my temper, see. <laughs>
0: right. That's fantastic. But he basically still was the boss of bosses.
1: Uh, so the conference began. The U.S. Uh, learned that he was in Cuba. And been seen publicly fraternizing with Sinatra, as well as visiting numerous nightclubs. Mm-hmm. His presence was no secret. The US put pressure on Cuban government to expel him and he did. Oh. And then he spent the rest of his life in Italy under tight police surveillance when he arrived in Genoa on April eleventh, nineteen forty seven, Italian police arrested him and sent him to jail in Palermo. Oh on May eleventh, a regional commission in Palermo warned Luciano to stay out of trouble and released him.
0: Oh, that's fucked up.
1: Then he got arrested in 1949 <laughs> for suspicion of involvement of shipping narcotics
0: to New York. Oh shit!
1: Spent a week in jail and then released them without any filing charges. Um, they almost also permanently banned him from Rome. Right. Jeez. Fucked up. Um, yeah. So he tried some shit in Italy. Like I said, uh, by 1957, Genovese felt strong enough to move against Luciano and his acting boss. And then uh, Genevieve's took over, and this is what you know here. Yep. Okay. Died of a heart attack at, uh, at the airport. They didn't see the other fucking uh, um, website. Didn't mention that.
0: At the airport?
1: Died of a heart attack at Naples International Airport. He had gone to the airport to meet with American producer Martin um, Gosh about a film based on his life.
0: Yeah, that's fucked up.
1: Okay. Oh, shit. He had Italian agents, drug agents, following him to arrest him on drug charges. So who's going to get arrested anyways? Oh, the Gambino, that's right.
0: Oh, yeah, he was going to jail. Gambino. and yeah, Gambino fanny. All right,
1: 1998, time characterized Luciano as a criminal mastermind among the top 20 most influential builders and in titans of the 20th century. I he guess was. he did. He built the fucking... It uh, was. Built the mob.
0: Built the empire.
1: As you can imagine, he's been portrayed in multiple films. Multiple. The most recent, The Real Untouchables, in 2001. Wow, okay. What else? He was in Bugsy, the movie... I don't think I've seen that. Mobsters in 91. Oh, shit. What you got here? Mm. Check that out. Rise of... Oh, yeah. It's all about his guys. Lansky, Costello. Um, Deported. Mm. (laughs) The Deported. Mm. (laughs) The Untouchables, The Witness, The Gangster Chronicles, Boardwalk Empire. Which is supposed to be a fucking fantastic series on HBO that I'm gonna start after I'm done watching The Sopranos, Boardwalk Boardwalk Empire. Empire. Um, I believe it stars Steve Buscemi. Um, yeah, that's it.
0: Vincent, yeah, multiple
1: shit faced, based based, faced faced or based on this guy, the fucking legit creator of the Five Families in New York, guys. This is the fucking this is the guy guy of the modern. This is the guy
0: we all salute. This is why we do this.
1: We go salute. A <clears throat> la Costa Nostra. Oh, but that's Lucky Luciano. Luciano. What was the year was he born?
0: 19 fucking... 18...
1: 1897 eight, to 1963.
0: Fantastic.
1: I believe 1962.
0: Hmm. Young, young guy.
1: Uh, as for our next episode, I don't know what we'll be doing. Mm has got to be somebody. Know. Maybe we'll do fucking. You never know. Maybe we do, since Bugsy you Siegel was know. talked about so much in this episode. Never know. Maybe we'll do a Bugsy Siegel. Oh, and you know, he it. started fucking. Uh, Soon enough, we're going to. Him and his cronies started fucking Las Vegas. So that'd right. be uh interesting little story. There. Interesting. And
0: very, very. And very, very remember, interesting. remember,
1: Corey found the fucking. Corey. Corey found the chest of gold coins and money. What? Remember? In Vegas? Corey found the, that's how he got off on his charges. Oh, right. He found the fucking vault in the, in the, well, the police did when they were looking for his body. Right. So
0: It was stolen money.
1: Right. Gold coins and shit.
0: Right. What's that to do with fucking. Uh...
1: Well, it was Bugsy Siegel shit.
0: Was it? Yeah. Are you sure it was? Yeah. Did you say that?
1: According to in the episode, so.
0: Oh, that's what the episode said? Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: You, well, you were a part of it, but uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be back uh, again for our next installment of Outlaws and Gunslingers Prohibition Era. Yeah. In the uh, you know, we always got Warchalongs. Now Rock History's back on here. I want to rock! Occasional BDN news. Mm. Maybe we're going to start a BDN news with Lee and Corey exclusively. We'll see on that. Um,
0: and since and since sports are fucking uh, a fantasy this year, right. we will not...
1: Yeah, there's no sports talk on this fucking channel as at the moment. It's not <coughs> worth but it. But it will be back. Not interesting to me, at it least. It will be back
0: when fans and everything's normal again.
1: It so will be back. And as usual, go check out the aforementioned or the B4 mentioned <laughs> Lee and Corey back. on the case. Back. That specific case where Corey disappears. The disappearance of Corey Spondent, if you're Shout wondering, you where, should... he, where he finds, right. where he leads the police to, basically, to uh, Bugsy Siegel's. Lost cash in the river. So you should check it out.
0: It's good stuff, man.
1: We'll be back with whatever episode you decide to listen to next. Right. This is the Mouthy Michiganers with Sports <laughs> Bang Dang. Sporty Bang Dang. <laughs>